0: Hey, what's up? What's up, everybody? It's your boy State other State of the New York Knicks podcast, episode 159. And we're going to talk about the Knicks and content day. And (laughs) it's funny that they call it content day. Um, It's funny how ESPN ran a whole two hour NBA media special and did not include the Knicks. I have no issues with that. I have no issues with James Dolan saying, fuck the media. We don't care about you. We don't need you to ask these stupid questions and just bars them out. Um, today was also the last day that Mark Berman has is covering the Knicks. So shout outs to Mark Berman. And, um, I appreciate him on all his endeavors. Um, hope he has a blessed life, uh, and I guess there's no more toxic <laughs> Nick Media left. Um, I don't follow those other guys. I only followed Mark Berman. I felt like Mark Berman, even though he was toxic, you need people like that. Um, you don't need a company man all the time. You need somebody who's going to say sometimes stuff that's against the grain. And, um, you know, shout outs to Mark Berman, man. But let's, let's get right into it. And um, You know, it's a new new season. Clean slate, you know. Everybody's happy. The smiles was going. I like the vibe from this team. I like the energy that this team shows. Um, I like the fact that these guys are all smiling. They're all together. Uh, You see Jalen Brunson, you know, with the fake hand at the RJ, and and he's smiling with Randall. He's smiling with RJ. Man, I I love to see stuff like that. Um, And I loved what I heard today from Knicks Media Day. So let's go down the list of each player who actually spoke. And the first guy that was up was RJ Barrett. And, you know, I loved RJ Barrett's demeanor. I loved the fact that he acknowledged the the trade rumors. He said he didn't care about them. Uh, I believe him. But a little part, a little piece of me, we all human. I would think about those trade rumors just a bit, you know, but I feel like RJ Barrett is mentally strong and... You know, he doesn't have to worry about stuff like that. So I'm I'm proud of the Knicks for re-signing him, breaking the Charlie Ward curse of 1994. That was the last time we re-signed a first-round pick that we drafted. So I appreciate the Knicks for that. And um, I appreciate RJ Barrett. You know, he he knows what he got to work on. You know, he, he spoke about the free throws already. He spoke about uh, um, playing more playing playing more prolific on offense. Uh you see the videos he's working on jab steps, he's working on triple threat moves. Um he's working on the spin around jump, the spin around jumper that actually DeRozan does. Uh, he's working on the in between game. You know, it's still he still needs some tweaking on his handle. I still don't like it. It still look a little bit slow, but it's okay. Uh, R.J. Barrett will be in the NBA for a decade plus. He doesn't rely on athleticism. And, you know, you could appreciate a guy like that. Um, and I'm I'm happy for him as far as, you know, him talking so glowingly about Jalen Brunson. Um, he also said that the Knicks will shock the league this season. He, uh, <laughs> listen, man, <laughs> getting a play-in game ain't a shock for me. Um, that's expected. I think shocking would be the Knicks getting a top four seed, um, just like the almighty fourth seed. I think that's how you shock us as fans. I think we all are on the play-in, this team at best. I mean, at its worst, should be a play-in team. Um, I'm confident about the guys that we got. I'm, I'm confident about... Uh, uh, what we have moving forward going into the season. And, you know, the vibes is immaculate. Shout outs to Cam Reddish, too. He didn't speak, but he changed He changed his jersey number from 21 to 0. Um, 0 is one of my favorite numbers. By the way, I always pick that number in, in 2K My Career Mode. 0 is like the go-to number in 2K My Career Mode. It's either 0 or 8 for me. 8 because of Kobe Bryant. Um, God rest his soul. Uh, 0 is just because, you know, 0. Like, hey. Yeah, count it out. Zero. And I love the nickname Agent Zero. Shout-outs to Gilbert Arenas. Um, now, Hibachi was always one of my favorite players to watch growing up. Well, you know, you know, I'm a 32-year-old guy. So, I've i grown up with the NBA from 2000 to 2010. Uh, great era, by the way. Appreciate that era. Um, but, it, you know, it's, it's great to see. Getting back to the Knicks, it's great to see... RJ happy, he's paid, he's excited. So I like to see that, man. I like to see him talk about Jalen Brunson, man, saying that we got three lefties now in Brunson, RJ and Randall in the starting lineup. So I'm, I'm curious to see how they mesh. Um, hopefully they mesh well. Hopefully uh, um, going into the next guy, uh, Jalen Brunson spoke next to Miss Monica McNutt, um, beautiful lady, by the way. Um, and, and JB talked about, you know, the trust the communication how he has a relationship with Tibbs, um how he's getting in, uh, how he's managing his relationships with the players on the team um JB just talked about getting in the lab and, and talk about you know it is comfortability with the team and 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 the players on the team and you know shout outs to JB man intelligent player um he he rarely turned the ball over Um, Great pick-and-roll player. I think he was number one in the league in pick-and-roll points per possession. Uh, I think Thibodeau was seventh in the NBA in pick-and-roll frequency. Um, We just was inefficient at scoring in pick-and-roll plays. Um, Shout-outs to Alec Burks. He's not on the team no more. But, you know, when he's just starting point guard, what you expect. So, you know, Brunson, can he have the... What's the impact I'm looking for? Can he have that Chauncey Billups 2004 Detroit Pistons impact? Can he have the 2005 Steve Nash impact? Am I asking for too much? Um no. Do <laughs> but yes, if I, if if I'm being nice, yes, maybe I am. But at the same time, we have a young roster right now and we need an on-court coach, um, and I believe JB fills that role. I believe JB will be an extension of Tibbs, and he will he will get the message through, and I love the fact that JB's just, he's just so intelligent, bro. Like, when you hear him speak, he reminds me of my cousin. Shout out to my cousin, Benjamin, by the way, and that's my cousin on my father's side, Um my cousin, he went to MIT. Cool dude, man. Uh, appreciate you, Kwasi. Um, Kwesi is his Ghanaian name. Um, but you know, JB is just—he's gonna be phenomenal for the Knicks, man. I—I I, I have no issues with Brunson. I think Brunson will 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 flourish. He has a chance to make the All Star team in his first season as a Nick point guard, and I'm excited, man. I'm really excited to to. Get on this journey with Jalen Brunson, man. Because Brunson, you know, Brunson, he, he he he's he he looks like the 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 point guard that this Knicks team needs, right? He's not too cocky, you know. He's always talking about what he's gonna bring to the team. Um, I actually have yeah, most, important. I just, most importantly, I just want to be myself. Um, have. Jalen Brunson right here on my laptop and, and Jalen Brunson is basically talking about, you know, just being himself, you know, um, holding guys accountable, um, try to get guys easy looks. That's something I'm really looking forward to with Jalen Brunson, man. Jalen Brunson, I'm not going to judge him off box scores. I'm not gonna judge him off how many points and stuff like that he puts up at night. I'm gonna judge him off who is he making better. Is he making the team better? Is he making players around him better? Is he holding other players accountable? Um, Is he leading the right way? Those are some things that, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing Jalen Brunson do. So, shout-outs to Jalen Brunson. Um, And next, after Jalen Brunson, it was Obi Toppin. Um, Shout-outs to Obi Toppin, man. Picked eighth overall. Um, Leon Rose's first lottery pick. Uh love the guy, man. Love love the guy. He's he he's always smiling. Um he's a family man, so he's not gonna get into trouble. You know, he, he's he's in the city a lot. He showed his face a lot in the summer. I like that. I like the fact that he pulled up to Kingdom in the middle of Harlem on one fifteenth in Lennox, um, and just showing his face, man. And he wants to be here. Um he cried when we drafted him. Um, And and you got to love Obi Toppin, man. Obi Toppin was talking about how he was working out in L.A. with a guy named Don McLean. Um, Sharp shooting forward. Don McLean won the NBA's most improved player in 1994. And, you know, yeah, you know, he he shot 29% from, from three. But who cares? You know, as long as Obi's working on his game, that's all I care about, man. I, I I don't care about who, who he's working on his game with. I just care about him working on his game, because I don't know what to see from him next season. You know, Obi Toppin in in one week literally had zero twenty point games. Then he had two twenty point games, one thirty point game, and then one forty point game. And you know he was he was horrible from three at the start of the season. He picked up his three point percentage and tied it with Julius Randle last season and way less attempts. And I like the fact that Obi Toppin is efficient from the field. I believe he shot 52% from the field. Uh, He has to get his three-point shot ready. Uh, I don't want him to start slow this season. I want him to start off really fast. And I think that Obi Toppin has a great chance. I I think he has a chance to be a good player for the Knicks. The role that I would like for him to be in is the Aaron Gordon role on Denver. You know, Aaron Gordon could play three through five. Um, what Can Obi Toppin play the three? I don't know. That is something I would like Tibbs to look at, you know, just in case, you know, tinker around, you know, see see what you got in Obi Toppin. And I like the fact that Obi Toppin spoke about practicing with Jalen Brunson for weeks now. And he says it's, it's no pressure playing in the garden. He's excited about playing. And, you know, it's basically having the same core and, and practicing with Jalen Brunson and, you know, having familiarity With the guys he's with. And it's also talking, he also spoke about confidence and playing loose. And I think that's the biggest thing with Obi Toppin is the confidence um, level with him. Uh, I want him to keep shooting. Uh, Don't stop shooting. You miss every shot you don't take. And I think his confidence got in there towards the end of the season at the All Star break. And it shot up even more when Julius Randle went out with the ghost injury. And, um, it it was nice to see. It was very nice to see from Obi Toppin. I know at thirty minutes, his numbers nearly mirrored Julius Randle numbers. You know, Julius Randle 20, 10 and 5. I think it was 21, 10 and 5. Obi Toppin was like uh uh I think he was 24, twenty-four, seven and three, you know. So we know this guy can produce. Now it's up to Thibodeau. Thibodeau gotta give him the minutes. Um Obi Obi Toppin cannot play less than twenty five minutes next season. He has to play minutes. I think he would be great for the Knicks if you find a way to get him on the court. So let's see. Let's see if Tibbs is going to adapt and adjust his rotations, you know? Um, Shout outs to Derrick Rose. He was the next guy to speak. And Derrick Rose, you know, the biggest thing about Derrick Rose, he spoke about losing 20 pounds. He spoke about. Um, he was eating candy so much. He's a, he, his candy intake was, was serious. I'm a guy. I don't like candy like that. I mean, no, I never did. I, my nephew, my nephew's just like me. He does not like candy either. Uh, we prefer Cheerios and stuff like that. So shout out to Derek Rose, man. He cut his can, um, sugar intake, um, changed his, his, his eating habits. And I like the fact that he acknowledged knowledge that. And I like the fact that Tibbs challenged Derrick Rose, you know, challenge your vet, you know, challenge your vet to come in and and, and hold himself accountable. But the biggest thing Derrick Rose talked about was, you know, um, he spoke about last season. He spoke about last season, the Knicks was fighters and the Knicks fought in every game and the Knicks never bowed down. And he spoke about everybody having a voice from one to 15 and holding each other accountable. I think that's the biggest thing. Like, Holding each other accountable is one of the most things that was that was not apparent last season. Um last season it was tough to watch. You know, watching Randall sulk and, and slapping the laptop or you know, watching Thibodeau just scream at reps but not scream at himself because he's putting his players not in good positions to succeed. You know, just accountability across the board. I think the Knicks really need that. And it's nice to have Derrick Rose back because Derrick Rose is a leader. He's a guy – the way he leads is on the court. Uh, He can't really lead from the bench, and he spoke about it a little bit. He's talking about how, you know, um, young guys don't really listen when you're just not playing. They listen when you're on the court more. And, you know, shout out to Derrick Rose. Everybody got a different leadership style. Uh, Maybe Derrick Rose, that's his leadership style. And, you know, I know the kids are listening to the guy. Um, Shout-outs to Derrick Rose, man. Appreciate this guy, man. He's been in the league for, for so many years. Uh, youngest MVP of all time. Uh, I wish a lot of you younger guys can, could have seen Derrick Rose in his prime, man. He was a great player, man. Derrick Rose was was he was he great, man. He was great, man. I, I'll tell you that much. Um, the next guy who spoke was Mitchell Robinson. Shout-outs to Mitchell Robinson, um, Mitchell Robinson, <laughs> he's a funny dude, man. Since we drafted him, he's been he's been more talkative each season. Um uh, Mitchell Robinson, you know, he 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 laughed, he gave Monica McNutt the the, the high five and stuff like that. And she actually like, what you been working on? He's he said he was working on conditioning, working on jump hooks, working on post moves, free throws, and shooting a lot of threes. Um that's stuff that I like to see, stuff that I like to hear. Um, work on stuff that you need to get better at. And the shooting a lot of threes thing, you know, I, I would love for Mitch to just shoot it when he's wide the hell open. Shoot it. Shoot the ball, bro. Shoot the ball. I don't know if Tibbs is telling him not to shoot with this 1990 style uh, 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 way of thinking when it comes to centers. But he obviously didn't tell Taj Gibson that. But Taj Gibson worked on his jump shot late in his career and became a stretch Four or five, or a we'll, stretch vet OG. <laughs> so, Mitch shooting threes, maybe it won't come next season, maybe it'll come the season after, but he has to find a way to spread the floor and score in various other ways besides just putbacks, uh, tip dunks, uh, alley oop dunks, uh, just dunking the ball. You know, he got to find a way to get on the court in the fourth quarter. His free throw percentage has been horrible. You know, his first four years. So he gotta get he he gotta work on that. Um, from the videos I've seen, his free throw, his free throw uh 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 form looks way better. Uh and the biggest thing he also spoke about was conditioning. He mentioned conditioning a lot, and I agree with that. Um Mitch, he would give you three solid games playing twenty-five plus minutes, and then the next game would be a dud. You're like, what the what the? You, like, what the fuck is wrong? Yo, Mitch, what's up? What's up? And there was various games I watched Mitch get outplayed by nobodies. He just just get outplayed. Um, I'm not even going to go back to last season, but let's see what he could do this season. And he also spoke about staying out of foul trouble. And he's excited to see how the team plays together. I'm excited too, man. I'm excited for Mitchell Robinson. My high take for Mitchell Robinson is he will be an all-star this season. I think with the addition of Jalen Brunson, it's going to bring Mitchell Robinson to new heights. The confidence that Jalen Brunson could give Mitchell Robinson would be so unique. This man has had Alfred Payton, Moutier, Frank Nilekina, Kimball Walker, Alec Burks. You know, yeah, come on with the point guard play. Still shot above 70% from the field. Um... He's still top five in blocks, still top five in block percentage. You know, it, 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 it's fun. It's fun. It's it fun? Mitchell Robinson, I'm super happy that they re, the Knicks re you this summer. Um, you earned your money. The man was making made under four million dollars his first four years. He earned his money. So pay him his money. Um, I appreciate that though. Shout out to Mitchell Robinson. And the next guy who spoke was Evan Fournier. Um Shoutouts to Evan Fournier man, great, great guy, great teammate. He's never spoken bad about the team. I remember he challenged Tibbs during the season, spoke about the rotations, uh, uh, spoke about things that they need to do, need to um, fix. Um, I have nothing against uh, Evan Fournier, he's in great shape. He just was playing overseas, so so shoutouts to Eurobasket, um, and he was talking about confidence at home. That was the biggest thing that I got from, from what he said. Was confidence at home. I know the Garden is a hard place to play, man. It is a hard place to play. Julius Randle will tell you firsthand. It it, it was difficult for them last season at home sometimes. It was difficult. I will, admit, I will admit that with some games where you're like, damn. If only if Tibbs can can get through to these guys or, or put a better rotation out there. But, you know, I agree with that, man. Confidence at home. Um, last season it wavered, you know, hopefully Mitchell Robinson, I mean, Mitchell Robinson, hopefully hopefully Evan Fournier, you know, can play a role next season. Um, I don't see it personally. For me, it's Quentin Grimes and it's Cam Reddish. Those are the two guys. I think the Knicks, it's imperative that they must see those two guys play. I think it would be better for the Knicks if those two guys play. I'm not too concerned about the three-point shooting from both of those guys. Um, I I would like to see the younger guys play. That I uh, no disrespect to to um Evan Fournier, but you know, it, it it's time to move on from him. It's time to move on from him um and, and and see what you got in Cam Reddish. See what you got in Quentin Grimes. You know, I feel like Quentin Grimes could fill the same role, you know, Evan Fournier fill. Could fill the same goddamn role. And you know, Quinn Grimes, I mean, Quinn Grimes and Cam Reddish, these guys ain't no pushovers, man. There is not no pushovers, man. So let's see, man. I'm I'm happy. I'm happy for um that we got these certain guys, man. I'm happy for Quickly and, and all the guys that we got on our squad. Um, Quickly spoke about, you know, just getting better, being in the gym, practicing. I like the fact that Quickly now has two point guards. Um in Brunson and in Derrick Rose, who can he who, who he can learn a lot of knowledge from? Um, he could learn a lot, a lot of things from from both of those guys. Man, I think both of those guys are going to be great for Quickly's career. Quickly should be blessed. He should be blessed. He be, he should be thanking God that you know he got these two guards. Man, it, it, it's nice to see. Man, everybody everybody on the Knicks look happy man i'm really I'm really super excited about these guys man and, and what they're doing man I'm trying to pull up the man you quickly uh interview real quick hold on because I would love to hear what he had to say damn can't find it. Oh, oh well, you know. But shout out to me quick. Oh, here we go. Try. Here we go. Um, you know this is. Yeah, I got, I got, I got a couple of. Did you use them when you were little, or you're using them now because they're? I took them on vacation, all But as a kid, do you remember them as a kid? No, no, we used them. Okay, you gotta take a selfie with me. Hold on. I gotta say Yeah, you gotta see what your camera's doing. <laughs> you don't have a yeah. No, we off. Gosh, what you been working on? Sure. Uh for me I've been working off so. season first. Gosh. What you been working on? Uh for me I've been working on, I think I think you can tell. Okay, no, I'm you just, you're Been trying to get a little stronger. Uh working on my strength. Okay. I think that's been my biggest. biggest the, thing. the goal with the strength is to be able to do what? Being able to, you know, uh, try to be a two way player. So being able to guard, you know, a lot of bearing guards, um, getting in the lane, finishing around the rim has been big for me. I think this year I'm going to be able to do that as well. And also just pray for my team. And like that. Is that the two way element? Is that something that you feel like the strength is just going to help slash studying other guys on film and on their tendencies, like, what kind of, what's going to go through your defensive mind? Yeah, I think, uh, one, just being able to you want to be on the floor as much as possible, so being able to guard other players and I think everybody knows it from my offense, uh-huh. but being able to, you know, be able to play the other side of the ball is something that I'm trying to do. Definitely, definitely. Alright, offensively. Why are you sound like that? So much. Okay, okay. The grind has been crazy. Yeah, we know you stay in the lab for sure. So I think my biggest thing we're working on is my passion. Yeah, I love the fact that the first thing he said was passing. Passing was an issue for me with Emmanuel quickly last season. Just seeing the floor, seeing where your guys is at. It was so many plays last season where I said, quickly, what the fuck are you doing? And I don't never want to accuse a man of being a ball hog, but my God, bro, my God, it was plays last season where I'm like, yo, bro, you have to see the floor. You have to see Reddish trailing, bro. You have to see Reddish in front of you. It, it was a lot of plays last season where it quickly just pissed me off, but I love Emmanuel quickly, man. I love Emmanuel quickly, man. Even with the With with the whole Donovan Mitchell shenanigans going on, I was like, man, you got you might you gotta keep quickly out of that scenario. No, quickly actually beat out Dennis Smith Jr. Um and quickly has he he, he's improved, man. I like Quickly a lot, man. I'm not used to guards like him. Um, guards who's confident in, in shooting a 30 footer, guards who's confident in getting into the lane. I like I love the fact that he he spoke about working on his strength. He spoke about getting stronger. And a lot of the times what quickly was getting all the way to the cup. I think that's why he used his floater a lot during his rookie season. I, I hope he gets back to that, using that floater. I think the floater is really deadly. Um, hopefully the Knicks didn't want, didn't want to change his game completely. And he needs an in-between game. I love the threes. But you got to you gotta mix it up a little bit quickly. You can't just shoot threes all the time. Got to mix it up. So the in-between game with him, with me, is what I want from him, honestly. And getting his handle better. I love the fact that he got stronger, so his handle might be a little tighter. So when he gets in the lane, nobody not going to bump him off his spot. And, and, and just passing. Love the fact that he said passing. Passing. Is what's going to open up Quickly's game. Just like I feel like with Reddish, rebounding will open up his game. It's certain areas of the game that can open up a player's game, and he could completely see the game from another angle. He can completely uh, 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 open up other areas of his game that he doesn't even know about. So shout out to Emmanuel Quickly, man. I love Emmanuel Quickly. Um, I, I can't wait to see. Uh, uh, what his the contract negotiations will be like next summer? Um, if I was a betting man, I said that Mitchell Robinson will get his full fifteen million, four years, sixty million. If I was a betting man, I believe that quickly will be worth at least fifteen million because guards like him, um, if he's in, if he improves his defense, I never thought he was a, a, a sleeve defensively. I never thought he was lazy defensively. I thought he could. I thought he competed. Um, I never had an issue with Quickly as far as defense. But if, if he could get better on the defensive side of the ball, then then we could we got something going here. Uh, I remember a young Avery Bradley. You know, he was really good. If, if Quickly could get if he could get there and shit, we cooking. We cooking with grease. Um So shout out to Emmanuel Quickly, man. Shout out to Emmanuel Quickly. I like the the whole Lou Williams comparisons and stuff like that. But get, like, can I get an A.V. Bradley, man? Somebody who's just defensively a monster. Somebody who can shoot from three, probably get his own shot sometimes. The, the issue with Avery Bradley is injuries, man. He just kept getting hurt, man. Just kept getting hurt. Um, Shout outs to Avery Bradley. And last but not least, uh, the big dog, big dog Juju, Julius Randle. Um he spoke to the media and he seemed at ease. He was talk he was talking glowingly about uh 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 Tibbs, talking about emails, twenty twenty-two Tibbs, smiling, he was talking about, you know, being a better leader, you know, stuff like that. Um, talks about repetition when it comes to his jump shot. I wholeheartedly agreed with Randall with that. Just get back in the lab. Get back in the lab. Exactly what Randall said. Just get in the lab. When people I know I say I want Randall to to, to to learn how to play off ball, but don't try to, how can I say this? Don't try to, uh, don't try to completely change your game. Try to hone in what you're better at and just get better at that. You no, know? um, Randall, if you want to be on ball, shoot less. Think pass first before you think shoot. I think that would completely open up his game. Think pass first. Oh, excuse me. If you think pass first, you know, it's going to open up his game. You got Brunson, got RJ, you know, you got all these guys around you. Use them. What's the use of having soldiers? You don't want to use them. Come on. Come on. So, you know, you know, hopefully Randall comes in this season. You know, he's, he's mentally ready. He's mentally prepared. Uh. You know, clean slate for Randall. You know, I, I I, I still, honestly, I still want him traded. If you want me to be honest, I still want him traded. But at the end of the day, he's still a Nick, So I will support him. I will defend him against other fans. I don't like when other fans talk about my players. I don't like when fans try to get disrespectful about my players. So I will defend him, of course. When he has a good game, I will praise him. When he has a bad game, I will get on him. And that's the way it got to be. But I'm not looking for Randall to be a leader no more I'm not looking to for him to to play outside himself I'm not looking for him to be somebody he's not I just want Randall to be Julius Randle. and what is that being just just be yourself you walk you wake up to a twenty ten and five okay cool but is is it producing winning he gotta look in the mirror a little bit Even Thibodeau. Thibodeau got to look in the mirror a little bit. Um, Thibodeau put too much on his plate. You know, you got to scale it back a little bit. Now you got some soldiers. Now you got a good bench. The Knicks is really deep, man. The Knicks have a chance to really surprise everybody, man. It's just on Tibbs. It's on Tibbs. What is the plan, Tibbs? Are you going to do right this season? All I want the Knicks to do is is focus on these kids, focus on Brunson. Uh, uh, if you're trying to trade Randall, put Randall in the best positions to succeed. If you're trying to keep Randall and Obi, okay, put them both in, be- in the best positions to succeed. That was something that Thibodeau did not do last season. He failed at that. So I'm I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm looking forward to it, man. But shout outs to the Knicks having content day. Once again, I don't care that they shunned out the media. Uh, Fuck the media. I'm 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 with them on that. Um and let's get going, man. Let's get going. Training camp starts today, rather. Um I'm actually recording this at four something in the morning. It's about four eighteen in the morning. And um training camp starts today, so hopefully we get more news today. Um shout outs to all you Knicks fans who's listening right now. This State of the New York Knicks podcast, episode one hundred one fifty nine. 159 I appreciate all of you guys tuning in, man. I'm out of here. Peace.